Sara, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me is that we live in paradise, but none of us have the time or the means to actually live here. We work hard. We deserve a day off, the way I see it. We're just taking what's ours. Yeah, and Red's gonna think about his, your life. <laughs> Red owns the island. You just work on it. She's right. I heard that it's not like this when you get off the island, like in America. What do you mean? It's different there. I heard people are their own bosses. I'm saving up enough to bribe my way off the island. Then I'll go to America and start my own business. <laughs> it's funny. This is America. Guava's no different than any other country. I don't know about it, Danny. America is a concept. Anywhere where in order to get rich, you have to make someone else richer, is America. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot? Yes, you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Yes, I'm sure you are. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Ladies and gentlemen, please hand in your passports. Welcome to the United States land of the free where you, yes, even you, can be your own boss for a price. We just want to party. Party just for you. We just want the money, money just from you. I know you wanna have it. Party just for free, girl. You got me dancing, dancing shit for free. We just want the money, money just from you. We just wanna party, party just from you. I know you wanna have it. Party just for free, girl. You got me dancing, dancing shit for free. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm. Hey, this is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Hey, this is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Look how I'm living now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry him. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go into this. Yeah, yeah, this is Gorilla. Yeah, yeah, I'ma go get the bag. Yeah, yeah, or I'ma get the pad. Yeah, yeah, I'm so cold like yeah. I'm so dull like yeah. We gon' blow like yeah. Did you did you see the recent uh, post from um, from Eddie? That's just uh, the. Relating to 12 monkeys and hold on. I'm looking for it. I don't have it. I have to scroll down. Do you know what I'm talking about? Say this one more time. Eddie, just, was... Eddie had a fucking nailed it with a, um, with a recent Saturday post. Live, Dr. Fauci. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Eddie Wynn does a, uh, put up a post that says, not only is Brad Pitt, on Saturday Night Live playing Dr. Fauci, and he was the one who released the virus in the movie 12 Monkeys, but then he also, I believe, shows that in that same shot is a picture of the Notre Dame Cathedral, which was also on the... was was a year ago. Yeah, here it is, yeah. There's just a lot of really cool stuff in that thread 
following that, you know. Uh, I guess, how do you say it, Fauci? I, I believe that's what's pronounced. I don't know how to say it out loud. Uh, but uh, he's did the hidden hand thing, you know. And it's classic, you know, Masonic thing, the hidden hand. You see, you know, dictators and, and generals around the world doing it, you know. Um, we discussed it. There's a uh, always record from a number of years ago where we talked about it. And it was interesting timing the last time because uh, Baruch had brought up the hidden hand and uh, was relating this whole thing where, you know, like if you spell out the word for hand in Hebrew, it's the, it's literally spelling out Yud. So like there's the letter Yud and then there's like Yud Dalit, right? So Yud is 10, Dalit is four. So the Hebrew for hand uh, becomes 14. And so on your hand, there's 14 segments to your fingers, you know, because you have uh, three, 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 and two for your thumb. And uh, it was just, I don't know, I like that. Uh, so anyway, it's, it's 14 plus 14 plus 14, if you say, because it's in the Zohar, it says God has three hands. And so the third hand is hidden, but 14 plus 14 plus 14 is 42. And then you have the 42 letter name of God, which, which connects to Shekinah. And so the idea is that, you know, the, the third hand of God relates to the, the uh, Shekinah as, as Malkut. And so you also have that that's, that that's space. So when you're relating to space, obviously that's, that's hidden, you know, um, in, in the sense of some something that you can't, you know, it's the the receptivity in, of God isn't something that's going to stand out in space. It's going to be part of space itself, and so it's really I don't know. It's a it's kind of a profundity there, but I don't know how necessarily that relates to uh, the Good Doctor. So I found it. It was always record episode forty eight, and we discussed because I remember make like what when you said the. the the hidden hand, the third hand, it struck out my mind. I remembered the artwork I made for it. Mm. Yeah, so it's the so he's got the Notre Dame behind him, and then I guess so. This is the thing I was wondering with. I should have asked Eddie more directly. But when you're looking at uh, Notre Notre Dame, he has uh, April 2019. When he says so this is something with Eddie, sometimes I'm not sure if he's saying. This is the anniversary, meaning it's the anniversary of the same month. Is he taking liberty there? The the anniversary of the of Notre Dame catching fire. Right, right, right. So I think he was. I think maybe he was just saying it was in April in 2019, and so now we're right. in April, and so yeah. So um, well, let's see. So I and I I know exactly what you mean. It's like that that it might not be exact, even if it's not exact. It's pretty. Damn oh sure, but... sure. I, I'm just like I'm always prepared for the possibility that my mind is literally going to be blown. Because like if I'm looking at this picture of of um, you know Brad Pitt portraying, and then you have the him the Notre Dame in the background, and if was it was the actual anniversary of the burning of Notre Dame, then I then I would say that's likely inten- intentional, you know. But whatever the case, it's still there, and it's still. Right. So that was I'm looking on Wikipedia. Is April fifteenth, two thousand nineteen. 
Oh, okay. So probably not exact because no. that would have been two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, let's see here. I'll do one more thing to. Yes, I mean this is this is where I'm at. Like I like I really like going through and just being exact because even if it, again even if it it's still a great synchronicity, still a great synchronicity. Except I just want to know what let's use the let's use the proper language. Are we saying this is exactly a year? Are we saying whatever? So April fifteenth of this year was a Wednesday. Definitely not Saturday Night Live. No. So, um, you know the. So this is one of my comments. Oh, this is good. This recording is apparently just going to be going over uh, Facebook posts. But uh, so the the rabbit, <laughs> the rabbit in Monty Python, which is called the, the rabbit of I don't know how you pr- pronounce that exactly because I guess it's the Greek, so it's got the A and the E together. But it's cor- is it Antioch or is it? Corbidon? Oh wait, no, it's maybe it's the uh, the bomb, the holy hand grenade is Antioch. I don't know what the rabbit is. It's Corbinong, nog, right. but uh, whatever the case, uh, what is it? So so Terry Gilliam directed Twelve Monkeys, right? Terry Gilliam mm-hmm. directed oh, Monty, sure, yeah. Monty Python, The Holy Grail, and so mm-hmm. uh, the but the. Um, the idea for the rabbit was taken from the facade of the Cathedral of Notre Dame. This illustrates the weakness of cowardice by showing a knight fleeing from a rabbit. Well, you know what's so funny? Did you click on the always record number 48? The link I sent No, you? I didn't click on it. Click on it. Well, okay, let me see if I can get to it. Now you'll get your mind blown. Because I don't see that. Oh, I see it. Okay. Um... Oh shit! It's Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> this is Who Framed Vesica Rabbit. Yeah, this is this is my girlfriend. Her name is, is Vesica. She's a Pisces. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I think the oh, so she's got the hidden hand, right? Because that's she's got three hands. That's the thing. I remembered making the artwork where it took me a while to actually. Like make that look somewhat decent that she would have. It looks on. cool. It looks cool with the shadow, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I think what we were probably the reason she might be in that is because I was referencing um, Gilda being on the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. So they wrote Gilda on it in reference to the Rita Hayworth film Gilda, which is you know Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption that was where they're all watching when she flips her hair, turns her head, and they all get all crazy about it uh and it was the po- supposed to be in the book that was the poster that's covering his rabbit hole to get out of the prison right not a rabbit totally hole. a rabbit hole yeah 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 totally a rabbit hole you dig it right so uh you, you know dig there's that one, hole. right it, there, yeah there's one place that they can't touch you know when he plays the music and he's like you know that <laughs> they can't get to you know uh but no it was because um the where we get the term bombshell why we call women a bombshell is because of Gilda being written on the atomic bomb. And it's not just a reference to Gilda. It's actually a reference to, um, put the blame on Maine. Have you ever, you know, the song, put the blame on Maine. Have we did. We, I, I might be just repeating the same conversation we had whenever this was. This when was what? 2013. I don't remember. All, 2013. At all. Right. Okay. 
So uh, Put the Blame on Mame is a song that uh, in the film Gilda, uh, she's she's basically putting all these disasters. She says all these terrible things, the Chicago fire and these different events, and she blames this woman, Mame. And so the idea of that being on the atomic bomb was basically being like, here's this, you know, uh, act of, of aggression, you know, this, this very, um, you know, uh, extreme act and here it being a, a, uh, reaction to maybe, uh, you know, basically blaming women for this out of either sexual frustration or repression or whatever the fuck that that's why they did that. And so Jessica rabbit, and who framed Roger Rabbit, she gives the rebuttal. So whereas you had put the blame on Maine, blame the woman, her song is, why don't you do right like some other men do? So she's, she, the scene that where she sings that is, an, is almost an exact reenactment of the scene in Gilda when Rita Hayworth sings. Oh, uh, gotcha, okay. And so not only that, but she's, she's strengthening the point of why that was written on the bomb. And also when you look at, you know, the time of that movie and what it's relating to, and there's, there's also kind of a strange edge with the tunes where they, they're kind of relatable to like uh, mutation or something like this is like, for, I how to put that like the, at the time when uh, I get experimenting that. with the atomic bomb, that there's kind of this like this these fears of mutations, but it's like a fantasy. Like it's all these ideas. Like and and at that time there was like a lot of like films about these mutated creatures. Like even like Godzilla coming out of out of that or whatever. There's just it's it's and that idea of like breaking the wall between the two down. You know, it's very strange oh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also you like taking into account some of Joe's ideas surrounding it. I mean, some some films relate, relating to that. I can't remember yeah, exactly. And I think I, uh, I think I when I remember I remember interviewing Joe about this years ago and uh, pointing out that um, <sighs> Roger Rabbit takes place the same year as like Roswell. I think it's the same right. Year as that's it. Yeah. Um, but that's all all that sort of overlap between atomic bomb, all, all these all these subjects. There's also um, well, it's Bob Hoskins too, and he's in the wall. He's, is he in the wall? Really? Yeah. He's in the wall. He's the ma- he's Pink's manager. Oh God! Right. So like, so like, I just yeah. I just rewatched. It's funny because you mentioned Terry Gilliam. I literally just wa- rewatched Brazil a few weeks ago. Uh huh. And that also has Bob Hoskins. Right. Directed by Terry Gilliam. I get confused uh, because I want to th- say Anthony Ho- Hopkins or Hopkins. How the fuck? Oh man, I forget. I'm I'm a little I'm a little stoned and I and I slept about five hours last night, but um, you know, uh, but no, I get confused because there's Anthony Hopkins. Is it Anthony Hopkins and Bob Hoskins? Hoskins, I think. I don't know. I don't. Ho- Hoskins, but Anthony Hopkins? No, Hopkins. Is that shit? I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let me say this while you're looking that up. Is uh... it's it's Hopkins? Yeah, like so like a have... rabbit. Hopkins and Hoskins, yeah. Hop Hopkins. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what was I gonna say? Um, you mentioned the whole like bombshell thing. I mean, uh, I remember me, you, and Jason going over this years ago. Was um, I ended up doing a 
lot of research into the idea of like the bikini so like the bikini bombshell and that the literally the outfit the bikini is a double it's actually a triple entendre referencing the atomic bomb yeah all the bomb tests that happened in the bikini islands because the bikini was explosive right but then there was all there's a second there's a second pun there so they say, oh, it's as explosive as this bomb that went off in the Bikini Atoll. But the other, there's a second pun, is that the most famous uh, swimsuit at the time, then the smallest swimsuit at the time, was called an Atome, A-T-O-M-E. Oh. And uh, it, was the, it was being marketed as the smallest swimsuit on the market. And basically what they did is they took that and made it a two-piece swimsuit and they were quote unquote splitting the atom. Oh. Well, that let one is crazy because at least with Gilda, it's literally just written on the thing. With that, I mean, that wasn't planned. I mean, they didn't, that's not, I mean, th- they made that pun intentionally, but it was already there. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah, I found that in some old, you know, like fashion, like basically like a hi- historical fashion web. So there's there's some research. Um, oh God, I'm sure I have notes somewhere. I, this this all this stuff I was uh, collecting for, you know, it all seemed important at some in a previous lifetime. I I sent Jake Coates a, a message the other day. Asking about um, hairpiece. Did you ever see his his film hairpiece? Oh yeah, I love that one. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorites. I agree. It's great. And I was looking all over for it, but there's like the sync Winnipeg Vimeo page, and then there and it's not Seal Lion. So no, Seal I think Lion, it might be Jim. It's a, it's a, technically it's a Jim Sanders video. Right. So so right. And so there's the Radio Eight Ball uh, video that has maybe half of uh hairpiece mm, i think it was they did make it a part one and a part two yes that sounds well no there, no it's there's a there's a check this out so there's a there's a part one that's hairpiece part one that's on sync winnipeg half of the length of hairpiece part one is on the radio eight ball vimeo mm, okay okay and so i got confused because i could only, initially was only finding the one on the radio eight ball and i was like this is cut short and i remember this being longer but then it says part one and so I'm like, oh, well, where's the second part? But then I found the one that says part one, and I sent him a message asking him about it, and he tells me that there's, it says part one, but there is no part two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. But, you know, the Angora sweaters the, um, in, uh, in uh, Ed Wood? Yeah. Where, so uh, these are made from specially bred rabbits from the Himalayas. And then the whole thing that it's it's hairpiece, but he sp- still spell it hair because he's related. He's taking in um, what was that Billy Bob Thornton movie where he's the um, barber and whatnot. But the man who wasn't there. I mean, I literally was talking with the man who wasn't there last night. I had a very long conversation with the man who wasn't there last night. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm totally. It's funny because we were just talking about the man who would be king on that same thread. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the man who wasn't there that would be king. um but uh yeah no it was just so she has he has like her totem 
is the is the hairspray and all this stuff but um i was just having this weird thing where i was relating that with the with the rabbit from the holy grail and i was like huh it's almost like if 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 because the the rabbit the knight running from the rabbit and they're doing like this joke on it and i know terry gilliam is is deep you know it's like <clears throat> I, I i don't completely know where i'm going with this and i have to watch hairpiece again but i'm like thinking to myself that john lennon did his hairpiece sit in that's what they called it and they spell it the same way as jake mm-hmm. did in his, in his video you know and that there was there it was a protest where they're saying i'm not gonna we're not gonna leave our hotel we're staying in this hotel room and we're just yeah, it was like a bed in um... the bed in was a quarantine mm-hmm. and people would come and visit them and that was their protest and uh i don't com- I mean, I'm, this is a this is a strange conversation because I'm still like I've been thinking about a lot of this stuff. Work, you know, I don't know where I'm going with it exactly, but I know that like I I can relate all the occult elements or just simply hidden elements of of um, the of John Lennon's death and how deep that fucking goes and how many things like in terms of the King Kill ritual, which then I'm relating to Monty Python. That's kind of the crux of where. It, what, I'm, what I'd like to tie together, maybe brainstorm a bit on, on you know. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it, I don't know. I could throw something at you here. Yeah, what you got? So, I watched, last night, I watched Fargo. And my lady, my lady had never seen Fargo. So, we watched Fargo. But that was a, that was also the same, the man who wasn't there, people, right? right so, well, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. So, Coen Brothers. They do... Um, you know, Big Lebowski and, and Fargo and all these things, right? So check it out. I'm watching Fargo, and while I'm watching it last night, suddenly it clicks for me. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. And I've seen Fargo a million times. I'm like, wait a second. The plot of Fargo is that this guy is pretending to have his wife kidnapped so that he can get this ransom money because he's, he's in debt and he's trying to get this ransom money with a fake kidnapping. And I'm like, wait a second, that's the same plot that gets reused in Big Lebowski. Right, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and Raised in Arizona. So I'm like, but now, while you're talking, I'm realizing the girl in Big Lebowski, isn't her name Bunny? Yeah. Right, so she's she's another rabbit, she's funny. Suck your cock for a thousand dollars, yeah. Right. The, uh... Her toe, I'm realizing, like, like her toe cut off is basically like a rabbit's foot, like the lucky rabbit's foot, right? I'll get you a rabbit's foot. I'll get you one before 3 o'clock. Yeah, no. Um, but there, there's some sort of weird overlap there. And um, there's one more thing. And who plays Bunny? Isn't that Tara Reed? Is that her name? I'm sorry. It sounds right. I believe that's the actress's name. I'll look it up before I finish this thought. Okay, I'll let you do it. Um, Big Lebowski Bunny. Let's see. Um, yes, Tara Reed plays Bunny Lebowski. Here's the deal. The woman who right now is uh, has been that's gaining traction, this idea of the woman who is saying Joe Biden... Uh, 
raped her in in the 90s her name is tara reed it's spelled differently but her name is tara reed they have the same same phonetic name same exact phonetic name yes wow so when you spent the whole king kill right uh this this there's some there's something there of like the oh oh fucking exactly 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 so (laughs) i have been saying i feel like elizabeth warren is still a key component of this story like symbolically it's just too perfect elizabeth warren has to play a bigger role now maybe maybe that means she does she runs into 2024 and she takes over the presidency from trump it could be that but i feel like there's a big importance of elizabeth warren and it's all from like the symbolism it's purely like it's it's so sync perfect that she would be the one to do something of this big role that i feel like it has to be and part of that is her last name Warren. The Warren Commission? Well, right. So I'm thinking Warren Commission, absolutely going back to JFK, but also that's where rabbits live. It's, that's, it's, it's a word we associate, we associate with, with rabbits. Warren? Yeah. I'm not familiar. What are you saying? Like a rabbit nest. Warren. A domestic warren is an artificial enclosed establishment of animal husbandry uh, dedicated to the raising of rabbits for me. It's funny because I raise rabbits. Uh, It evolved from the Anglo-Norman concept of free warren, which had been uh, essentially the equivalent of a hunting license for giving woodland. Read that. Read that out loud. So they got the name from it evolved from the Anglo-Norman concept of free warren. Which free had Warren. free Warren, which uh, had been essentially the equivalent of a hunting license for giving woodland. It was essentially the equivalent of a hunting license. Oh shit! You, you I'm. You probably haven't seen my Lion King video, did you? The um, Donald Glover thing. Donald Glover? No, I've not. No. So there's a Crispin Glover. I was like, dude, I'm not Crispin I know, Glover. I, I, I know your orientation or whatever, but when My you get a chance, dude, yeah, you've ex- you've expressed before. You've told me how you how you, how you relate differently with sync sync films with the uh, album film stuff than to, you know, um, it's a diff- it's a different style thing. But there's some, there's things that happen there. One of those things is that there's a, there's a song about about to be beautiful is to be hunted. Oh, what is it? I uh, I can't change the truth. Um, uh, fuck, what is that? I have to look up the lyrics, maybe. But uh, oh, man, I was just I went on a whole trip with relating with. Um, first of all, the Tiger King, uh, the archetypes involved, where basically it's just too perfect that Carol Baskin and this guy. Uh, I haven't watched the show in a minute. Uh, Joe, whatever. Uh, Joe Exotic. That they that it's literally you can just see 2016 playing out, and the fact that that show would come out now, and we're what we're and the 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 thing that happened occurred with the coronavirus, and it was a it was a buildup where uh, completely coming down to what about isms. 
because the the primary reaction from people all throughout 2016 who were Trump supporters was what about Hillary the 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 hashtag but her emails you know what about her emails you know and it was like and now it's all that what does Biden have going for him one thing that he's not Trump so what Trump had going for him was that he wasn't Hillary what Biden has going for him is that he's not Trump and so whoa come the slew of what about isms because if you can't say anything positive about the policy then you have to go there with it and so uh where is it going with that oh yeah so it's it's the the thing about like when when trump says witch hunt and what like the salem trials were and all this what the fuck is happening right now what is the main like one of the big things emerging that i'm seeing so intensely is all the um you know people calling in on their on their neighbors or people in parks or fucking all of this it's a total fucking like uh 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 all the accusations it's like and people are like hunting for things to be upset about anyway but this is just completely conflated that you know um but I'm finding it really interesting now that a warren is a is a hunting li- the equivalent of a hunting license. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, so you know the classic like Looney Tunes, um, Bugs and Daffy like there's they, like rabbit season and then he pulls it down and it says yeah, duck, duck season. season and then yeah. he pulls in his rabbit and says duck rabbit duck rabbit duck rabbit duck. Yeah. I saw a meme just the other day that was um you know one of them pulls it down and it says like reopen america or whatever and then the other one pulls it down and says stay home and then the other one pulls and says reopen america and the other one pulls and says stay home it's that same like what you're speaking to here of like the hunting season being some somehow (laughs) you know it's hard to explain that but i actually i can see it it's just you know it's hard to to communicate that i'm you know i i don't always think in words Mm -hmm. which is so weird to like try and do a podcast and not not always think in in words because i'm trying to convey things that like i can see a symbolic connection but then i'm like you know how to articulate that but yeah my my hope is is that you or anybody listening can kind of see if i'm pointing at something you know but um it's just the energetic of, of like, I'm okay. I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, so these are the archetypes of not just, not that it was even Trump and Hillary. It's just this, this dynamic where it's covert fascism versus overt fascism is all I'm really talking about. But then I'm like, what happens throughout the series of the tiger King is that the tigers become less and less and less the focus it starts out with these people for both of them, really, that they're that this is what they're doing it for, but really they're doing it about themselves. So, in the allegory, who are the tigers? We're the fucking caged tigers. And then I was relating to that about strength, and I'm looking at like the maiden holding the mouth of the lion and the beauty and the beast idea. And I'm like, well, where where is the actual strength? Because they're the, the like they have no strength. These tigers, they're keeping them in cages. They're not taking care of them properly. 
or, you know, he's not, and she's not even, it's not like they're in the wild. It's not like they're actually free in either case. And so no, both no, of them no. are, are imprisoning what I'm saying is really us. And then like going into the most like shallow, like triggered, like stuff at each other. Well, what is suffering, but the tigers, the tigers became no longer the focus. And it was like, they like, and the signs of things that happen, like when the dude loses his arm and like, I'm like, that's fucking symbolic. You know, that's just a flesh wound. You know, he totally treated him lose the, the, or it was a woman actually when she loses her arm and she's treating it like literally like the guy who fucking got cut apart in Holy Grail. And he's just like, Oh, it's all right. You know? And, yeah, just but a scratch. It's just but a scratch. Yeah, and uh, it was like I'm I'm looking at him like, dude, That's this is the thing, hand. right? So what happens in Metropolis? The people destroy their own houses, but they're the they're the, it becomes very clear in the disaster where the strength lies, and all this time there's been all these talking points about you know, the, the, the lower classes being at fault for whatever, you know, and it's like, and all the, like the, the blame shift from like, you know, I mean, we just got, it was 80% of the stimulus went to millionaires. It's like this kind of thing where you're like, dude, they're not taking care of the tigers. And we're a bunch of fucking tigers. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a tiger. Yeah. Yeah, he puts on his crown with a throne, setting him, propping himself all up, saying he's the Tiger King. He's not a tiger. Obama wasn't a lion. He's 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 not he's not the the thing that he's supposed to be there to represent. Like when you say that the the king and the and the the health of the king and the health of the kingdom are, are one, it's the health of the of the of the the people. And this is clear, like, with a pandemic, it's like, okay, no, the health, we're not healthy. What does that say about, you know, what I'm... You... Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God, I, I, I see that so clearly. That aspect of it I see really clearly throughout this. And it's, it's, it's honestly, it's, that's, that's the part that sort of spooks me. Yeah, he's, he's giving the fucking tigers the leftover food when they bring the box and they're going through everything. And I'm like, dude, it's like... It's like America, dude, in a nutshell. What would like, just happen? Would we, uh, yesterday, I think it was, that uh, Trump just said, um, hey, we're going we're gonna to sign this executive order that says to keep the meat processing plants open, even though people are getting sick inside these meat processing plants. He's saying, no, that's essential part of our infrastructure, and we have to keep these factories open. And I was reading something where like, the people were like, we don't know that the employees will show up to work. You can pass a law saying these have to stay open. But we don't know that like everyone's fucking dying. Everyone's getting sick. We don't know if anyone's going to show up to process this meat. <laughs> that is the, the expired meat on the back of the Walmart truck or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and like, so this, yeah, that's a that's a pretty direct correlation between those things. Yeah. Right. So here we got um, was it uh, who did the whole the live from the logosphere? Halcott. Halcott. I was I was going to say Halcott, but then I'm like I'm I you know I was like oh I was thinking of Chris um, uh, uh, Secret Son, but uh, no Kevin Halcott. He had this whole thing back in the day. He had a great video of like let's do the time warp again. 
it, I think it was from 2008 or whatever with, uh, with uh, when Obama was running and he was relating like, it's just a step to the left, another step to the right. Mm-hmm. And we're doing the time warp again because now we get to go and experience the same play out again. And it just goes step to the left, step to the right over and over. And then I'm like looking at like the Tiger King coming out while, I, you know, everyone's binge watching something that was before the um, the quarantine, right? Uh, well, kind of. so I believe the Tiger King came out on March 20th. Um, and then, you know, depending which state you're in and, and whatnot, the, the timing for that is uh, debatable. So I, for me, I lost my job March 15th. My, my, my job closed for coronavirus March 15th. So, um, I think legally this, my state didn't shut down until a little later in the month. Um, but, you, but, you, but it's like, it's like, go, go, is oh, there any yeah. chance you've seen, I made this sort of like timeline and I haven't updated it in about a week, but I was updating it pretty regularly and I, I'm, I keep meaning to get back and update it, but um, I'm going to send you a link. It's really simple. If if we do release this as an audio, go to the syncbook.com slash kings. Okay. And um, you could just scroll through this timeline and... There is, uh, let's see if I pull it up. I have everything sort of in just in chronological order, uh, so you can go back and reference that. Basically, for me, I was building a reference for myself so I could just kind of keep track of the synchronicity. Yeah, March 20th was the release of the Tiger King. Okay. Oh. Yeah, but the, the point being is that, like, we're go- we're going into... Our cages, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's like everybody go go to your box. It felt like here's now we're getting down to brass tacks of what the real relationship is between the people taking care of the tigers and overseeing where the tigers are living, you know. And like, it's like okay, now we get to see how what how how much of it is. Uh, how do they really care about the tigers? Because the whole fight between him and her is who cared more about the tigers. Right. Not just who cared more. The, the, you, she's telling me I don't care about the tigers. I care about the tigers. And I'm looking at the debates, the Democratic debates, and it looks to me, I'm like, every, the whole argument is who who cares about the people more? And then you got the, both these people keeping the, keeping the animals in cages. And they're like, but I keep them in the, I keep take better care of them in my cage. We have a better system worked out. No, I keep better care of him with with my cage, and so what happens mm-hmm, to Joe? Mm-hmm. He fucking loses everything, and he was coming up. So the attitude of Joe in the very beginning, especially when he had his tour bus and everything, and he's going around, he's going on shows, and he's just all stoked. It reminds me of that of the attitude that I I see from a lot of um, you know, uh, like. I was going to say libertarians, but I don't want to box anybody in because, you know, but it, it, to, to communicate this because it goes beyond that. It's just it's when you get the the middle classes to look at the lower classes like they're a bigger part of the problem than the upper classes because everyone admires and wants to be like the upper class. 
And so, like, if left to Joe's own devices, he he would have been fine. Like, he would have got by. But he had all so all these setbacks. And so, what is what does Trump frequently do? He, he blames other other if people didn't get in my way. I would be able to do this, you know. Can I throw you just a a, a thing here? So this year. Um, as I'm looking at my timeline here, and um, just before the Tiger King was released on March 20th, three days earlier, a movie was released about a – it's like a horror movie about a killer lion. Okay. What is it called? Well, that's where I'm going. It's called Uncaged. No. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Now, it is a re-release – of a Dutch movie from 2016. Basically, now it's redone for from America. 2016. From Thank 2016, you. and in 2016, it was called Prey. Right, so it went from really? like being the prey, where the prey, where the victims, to now we're uncaged. <gasps> you get me? Get where I'm going with that? Yeah, I do. Fascinating. Yeah. A um, sleepwalking teen straps a camera to himself and discovers a sinister family secret. Oh, is that this movie? It's called Uncaged 2000. Oh, that's 2016. Well, okay, right. That's so, the original? So, yeah, it was 2016. It was called Prey. And in 2020, it's called Uncaged. I believe is how that's done. Well, this says Uncaged 2016 is what I just saw. It's also the third studio album by Zach Brown Band, so I guess you're supposed to play those together. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I see the 2022 uh, mm-hmm. as well, I should say, because I sound confusing. Um, uh, I, I feel pretty confident. Uh, I'm looking for an IMDb of it. Exactly, yeah, so am I. I I see That's... prey though. I see two different preys. That's weird. What the hell's going on here? It's like two different preys and two different uncaged. Yeah, I just saw a 1991 uncaged, but this is something else. There's a 2000 2006 no, what year is this? 2016 version of prey. And then there's a 2007 version of Prey. And then there's a 2016 version of, well, I don't see the IMDb for your 2020 Uncaged, though. I mean, if you type, I I see all this, uh, the trailers, all these like uh, horror movie sites are all marketing it as Uncaged. And I I feel like um okay yeah see was known as prey sorry and i'm I'm waiting to load it was originally released as prey um there is apparently uh also a movie called primal okay so basically 
this was it was released as a Dutch film in 2016, and in 2020 they redubbed it with English voice, you know, English dialogue, and re-released it with a dubbed English stuff as Uncaged. Okay, but it's the same same exact movie, just with the Dutch sound, you know, Dutch voices. It's Prey, and with the English voices, it's Uncaged. Oh, I see. Okay. But yeah, 2016, 2020. I watched the trailer for it. It's, it looks really, really bad. Like, I, so when you, you said earlier, you know, um, oh, it says, amazing how one lion can stop an entire city. Um, <laughs> wow. Huh. Here, can you can you do me a huge favor? Mm-hmm. This might interfere with the show a little bit. I want you to watch the first ten minutes of the fucking um, of the video that I did. Okay. Because 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 well, uh, so it's aligned to the the album's aligned to the end, and there was a gap in the front, and so I took the gap that was in the front. And I I inserted um, this is America, so another da- da- mm-hmm. uh, Donald mm-hmm. Donald Glover yeah, bit. I know. But uh, I'll watch it with you if, if if. Oh, I was gonna say I tell you what, just so we're on the same page. If you want to take ten minutes and you would look through this timeline. Yeah. You uh, you look at the material I'm presenting. I'll look at the material you're presenting. We'll check back in ten minutes. You you have a link for me? Oh yeah, hold on. So go back to it. Um. I just, you know, there's there's certain people with certain projects that I'm like, it feels um feels extremely poignant. Uh, so there, that should work. Cool. So yeah, so basically the the soundtrack to the Donald Glover Glover album that just came out. So what he did was he he named the album uh, the name of a date. So the, the I forget what date that is. I have to look at it. But uh, basically he put he put up the the album on a website for just like a few minutes and then took it down. So he basically purposely leaked his own album. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he released it uh, later on. But the name of the album is the day that he dropped it for a few minutes. Gotcha. Okay. And okay. So, the, so many of the song titles are just the timestamps of when they mm-hmm. appear in the album. Mm-hmm. So the first song is literally zero, you know, uh, colon zero zero. And so my immediate thought was just to align that to zero zero of the film. But it turns out that in order for it to do what it actually ends up doing, it it has to be the closest song to the end is aligned to the exact end of the film. So there's the reverse of zero, 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 you know, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I think I got you. I think I got and you. so when you, when you watch this, I want you to watch it up to uh, where it says the Lion King. Okay. You know, the intro, but it's going to come in with, I come in with a circle of life. But there's actually three things playing at once for a short period of time. And it's the beginning of the album with the circle of life, with 
um, this is America, and this is just how it happens to land. So here, ch check it out. So I'm going to hit play, and I'm going to watch for, is it about 10 minutes? Yeah, it's about that, yeah. All right, you got it. Great, man. That's only five minutes. Okay, yeah. But, I, you know, you see it. Yeah, that's fantastic. So I just, I just want to clarify something real quick before I comment on anything else. My biggest hesitation to watching this, you said, I, like, I don't, wasn't quite sure what you meant earlier when you said about you know, Orientation. my relationship to these films is, honestly, the biggest fucking hang-up for me is just sitting through two hours of CGI Lion King. <laughs> and honestly, the, watching these five minutes, I was enjoying the music, the interplay, all that sort of stuff, and this nagging, like, bullshit in my mind kept going, like, I still don't understand why this movie was made. Like, I don't get it. Like, why is this shot-for-shot -shot remake of a fucking cartoon remade with not great CGI? Right. Well, I know why it was made for me. What's I don't know that? what it was made for everybody else. But, right, right, right. But yeah. for, for me, it works. It does a whole uh, number. I like to uh, hear Donald Glover talking about that he's taking psilocybin and that why is your cat looking at me weird? While I watch the fucking the the young lion rolling around, like it just cracks me up. Like, oh yeah, I'm like, no, this... saying, yeah. The, the interplay of what you're presenting is great. It's just, it's just I'm just saying it's like it's hard for me to get excited about watching this CGI movie. Right. For me, it reconciles it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. But I mean, this was just those five minutes were really enjoyable. I, I'm just wanted to clarify what my hang up. Because you keep saying, hey, you should watch this. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know. It's like weird hang up. I, like, oh, God, I have to sit through the fucking. I have to sit through. Yeah, well, just take, just see, see, uh, you know, how you feel about, uh, you know, what you're watching as you're watching it, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's. There's, that was great. There's, there's that was certain really well done. communications in there. Like, that's like why it's hard to uh, relay what I, the significance of the thing about Warren being the. Um, the hunting permit i'm like that holds weird significance with that what ends up being said and happens in that album there uh to be hunted i'm gonna see if i can find the lyrics to it but um, uh, but yeah i like um i like the bits that get left in between the vocals throughout so to be beautiful is to be hunted. I can't change this truth. Um, uh, let me. Uh, well, no, hold on. What is it? I skipped out. Be hunted. I can't change the truth. I can't get you used to this. I guess. I guess. The way that you're like. That the tigers relate to each other, and then the way that the owners relate to the ti the tigers, as like they they're t so separate from them, and like they're supposed to be in their own in their own minds, everything's for them. Like they care about them so much, but they care about their and they're they're accusing people of uh, other people of not being as connected, but they're like taking pictures with them, holding them as babies. It's like a super ego thing. Like there's parts in there where they just really make a point of showing that aspect of it 
where people like to have their picture taken with the tigers, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like... It's like it's like the campaigner holding up the baby, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they're, they're, they're out of touch with the realities of what it is to be a fucking tiger. And meanwhile, they're like, kind of like, getting so much pride in being the, the rulers of the tigers, but they have to cage him in order to do that. Like if left to themselves, they fucking pull. And like that scene where Joe gets like pulled away by his leg, mm-hmm. you know, and carried along. And it's like, uh, it's really obvious who the fuck is in charge. Yep. Yeah, oh God. You just made me think of something. Holy shit. He's always got the fucking leg brace on, right? Yeah, I know. I, I, you didn't put, you're not, I mean, when I first saw that, immediately I was thinking of, of what you showed in, in your Suicide Kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I did, like, all the, everything else was so overwhelming. I didn't right. think about his leg. I right. didn't think about his fucking injured leg. Yeah, you see it? <laughs> Because I, I mean, so like for me, I was um, just going back to that for a second is, um, do you see in this timeline, I, I had done over a year ago saying, hey, there was the whole thing with um, Zion Williamson getting hurt and connecting that to yeah. his, uh, to, to the impeachment. And literally, <laughs> Williamson plays, starts playing again. And gets hurt again on February 5th, the very same day that the impeachment trial ends. So, Giant Williamson has two injuries. <laughs> one that foreshadows the impeachment, one that ends the impeachment. Right, he bookends it. Yeah. Um, but just, so, just to say, I thought, I thought that was significant, seeing Joe Exotic's leg wound... God, yeah, I, I can't believe it just just fucking clicked for me. Yeah, it's because it's just so much. It's just so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Why was a fucking song about the JFK assassination released from Bob Dylan? Yeah, you know that the Bob, Bob the only two you know this, but only two musicians um, released albums or at least mainstream albums. Um, or even relatively. There's only two albums that come up for 9-11, 2001. One of them is uh, Jay-Z's uh, The Blueprint, right? which he bragged about later. You know, I dropped the same day as the two towers, I gained power, is what he said. Yep. And then you have Bob Dylan's Love and Theft. Which are the two towers, I guess. Right. And so if you look at the album Love and Theft, there's uh, uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, uh, Buy and Buy. Uh, he's like, goodbye, goodbye, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> and uh, and even love and theft in the first fucking place, you know what I'm saying? Every the uh, emotional reaction of everybody to the tr- great tragedy while they're being robbed, you know, that was a heist, and you know, you've I'm sure you've seen the the original version of Loose Change before they changed Loose Change. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it shows the whole heist aspect of the thing. And then there's other 
things too of all the deals that went on um all the all the financial gain that came through the event people having investments in the thing that did happen not long before the thing you know the owner himself you know all that kind of stuff and it just gets really weird like that you're like oh so it's a big fucking heist we got a heist going on right now all the aspects every little fucking uh symbolic aspect of 9-11 is is playing out with this completely with the 19 yeah oh yeah so is is that the thing or is is the next big thing just going to be called something related with nine so you go like nine one 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 nine and is it just going to be nine or is it just going to be one something's going to happen with one maybe that's just <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's like <laughs> yeah i don't know but the, but it, what's interesting too is that jordan barty moved to queens did he? No. Is it Queens? Where is where is he? He says he's in the epicenter. I believe he's in Brooklyn. Oh, is he in Brooklyn? Okay. Yeah. Well, the point is, whatever. He's in he's at ground zero. He wanted he wanted to move to yeah, as huh. close to the actual ground zero as he could. And he ended up compromising to move to where he moved to right bef- shortly before. You know what's funny is I think he might actually be close. He I think he might live close to Crown Heights. <laughs> funny enough, um, wow! Like literally, cra- Crown. Yeah, there's even something with um, the different places uh, that are called Corona in the United States. Well, <clears throat> I lived in Corona Queens for many. <laughs> that was like the last place I lived in New York before I left. Aren't they uh, saying that that Corona? Queens is literally yes. like ground zero right now. Yeah, so that was that's just it. The the like uh okay, so I lived about three blocks from the hospital it was called Elmhurst Hospital. All right, which we won't even get into the whole Elm like JFK Elm Street and right, all, right, right. all that sort of like whatever. Just to say Elm so there's a there's a sort of three neighborhoods that overlap and it's always a question of like are you which of the three neighborhoods are you sort of in at any given moment because they sort of in, there's a point where they intersect mm-hmm. uh, but it's elmhurst corona and jackson heights years ago i did a whole blog post about the name jackson having to do with um oh god like if you've watched the movie uh stargate sure if you just watch the movie Stargate, realizing this really dumb pun they keep doing, oh. it makes the movie unwatchable. One of the characters is Jack, and one of the characters' name is Jackson. Right. And it's like, Jack, Jackson, Jack, Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. Anyway, it's a whole, it's a whole other thing. I had written, you know, and I, I used to walk around this neighborhood, and I realized that there's this, this street that goes through is called broadway and i started to think of it like looking at the layout of the streets and started to think of it in terms of what like the um the queen's chamber and a pyramid and these sort of different pathways and all this sort of stuff and i was was always like really really hyper aware of this neighborhood and all the sort of like weird esoteric significance of all those things but just to be real it is a um it's not a particularly wealthy neighborhood it's a it's a lot of uh immigrants it is um i don't don't think any of this is like 
modern day intentional anything anything right like this is not like a source this is not like a uh how should you say like um uh, this is not where the elite live <laughs> you know these are the expendable tigers right right so uh anyway i lived three bucks from this elmhurst hospital that was the hospital they were saying was the fucking thing and when everyone was sharing these videos of like oh empty hospitals empty hospitals which you know in a way i mean i'm open to it i'm totally open to it except they were there was this guy who went and shot all this footage and i'm like that is a really the hospital's property is really big and the quote-unquote front door isn't i mean that's like um it's like a business and it's like a corporate uh, entrance you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. this is not where you walk in because you're fucking dying do you get what i mean by that yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. um An emergency exit. Yeah. so like he's like oh look at there's no one here and there's just all these part um ambulances that aren't doing anything and all this sort of stuff and he's like taking all this footage being like look nothing's happening here and it bothered me because that corner always looks like that no matter what that is literally what that corner that corner of that property is for and it is that is like kind of the um like i my i used to do my laundry on that corner there's a laundromat there it's basically uh this is where all the pedestrian traffic and everything is and there is around the other side of the building there's a whole other entrance for ambulances to come in and emergency rooms and things that, that this is where you would go where you would be seeing a ton of people so he's showing this like the sort of office building in the front and saying look there's no one here at this office building you know uh but it's and i get it if you don't know that hospital that could look like hey look it says emergency emergency room right here and there's no mm. one here it's like no mm. that's the sort of like that's the um the public facing side of it and then you literally have a you have to go and again it's a big property you have to go around the other side and that's where all the ambulances would rush in again i'm open open to all this sort of stuff but just i watch that i'm like this is some a property and like literally a street that i would walk down every day for a long time I don't like seeing a conspiracy theorist online telling me that this is what that means. Right. Well, you know, oftentimes, I mean, that may have been, like you said, maybe just their own, uh, uh, they may not have known, you know, uh, they probably didn't. I'm sure not. Yeah. And so, yeah, but I mean, uh, you're looking at, at, People in waiting room, people in rooms, you're not going to see in, in the front anyway, you know, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I know it's a, it's a, it's a tricky big old thing to get into as far as the, the numbers go, uh, as far as testing goes, um, you know, I just watched the, uh, band video from YouTube today. It's on bit shoot of the two, um, I guess the doctors talking about all the numbers and breaking down the whole thing. And I don't know if you saw that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I haven't watched it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was ban- It got banned at this point. Yeah. The full video is, you can see little snippets of it or whatever, but it's like an hour. It's worth watching. 
you know, hear people out, just like I heard out fucking David Icke. I'm just like, I, you know, I, I changed, I changed my, some of my feelings on some, and not, didn't change it too much, but like with David Icke, it's like, and, and Alex Jones, um, I actually feel like at this point, fucking get, let the, all these people fucking have their goddamn platform. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Like, as far as like, if you want a, a voice or whatever, cause as time goes by and shit goes down, all, all those people, it becomes clear. Like, when you look at the the only thing that's keeping a lot of the middle class has been keeping the middle class entertaining like a lot of these talking points of just like you know that just people pe- if people are struggling they're just lazy or if people are struggling whatever you know um, what keeps that going is that they're not being affected something happens and they're affected and they realize because how many people that live fucking two paychecks away from losing everything how many of them like actually like acknowledge or like register that. So I'm like when shit goes down, I'm like you give these people out a platform or tell them whatever, then they then they have you get to watch them in real time, fucking have to adjust to that. And I I don't think it's such a bad thing. I'm like I'm just opposed to censorship in the first place. So I'm like even if I don't agree with somebody, I'm like well at least fucking let them talk, you know. And uh, you know the nature of what facebook is like people say oh private company or whatever or the nature of what youtube is private company or whatever. no these companies have so much tie-ins to government that they they sh- you know that should change the um the rules for them a little bit but it doesn't uh so whatever i'm kind of on a, a pointless soapbox there because it's not going to do anything but you know i don't know i i like that certain people who were around before um alternative media became partisan i like that they're still around and like david ike is actually like i gave baruch a video of david ike two three hours or something of him talking on israel and zionism and all this stuff and he was super impressed by it you know he got back he's like i was expecting him to go into fucking lizards and shit i mean baruch didn't say any shit it's not necessarily how he talks but (laughs) <laughs> he just he he was like he actually knows what he's talking about he was like basically 95 percent of what he said was true and like my feeling of like that thing that he just did recently i'm like dude if fucking 10 percent of what he's saying is actually true that's really something sure if 10 percent um, literally well i think that's the problem just uh, you know sorry there's a lot to address there but to say overall i agree with you and i I mean, I literally was defending Alex Jones to somebody just very recently in in the sense of I think he did a great service to let's even forget what is what impact or legacy or anything. But for myself, he was the one who made it real for me. And this is during the Bush years. Right. This was not. um you know, anything against liberals or even Obama or any of that sort of shit. Yeah. I um, this was during the Bush years when I was really worried about like what what did all this stuff mean? Of okay, we're invading all these countries and you know Patriot Act and all this sort of shit. And Alex Jones uh, had a video that like it really like the whole like wake up phrasing. Talking about like end game. Was I thing. think it was called. Was that the one? No, no, no. There was one before that. that. I'm talking about, I think it was called Police State. Basically, he he has this, he shows footage of a drill that's being done where 
they have actors, you know, I guess this is before the term crisis actors, but they have people pretending to be imprisoned in a fence and they're supposed to be citizens and you have all these soldiers and um, the, the over the loudspeakers, it keeps coming up like, we are now under martial law, you know, blah, blah, blah. At least like this recording keeps repeating and the people, the in the cages, people in cages are crying like, hell, we haven't been fed. You can't do this to us. We're American citizens. And basically the whole training is to train soldiers to ignore, you know, like this, this is a, like you, you don't let this affect you. You've already been trained for this. So when someone's crying, help, I'm an American citizen. I haven't eaten and I'm sick and you're fucking got me in, in a cage. And why are you doing this to us? That that's part of your training. That was a powerful fucking Video and that was just a sure. video of, a, of a, a training exercise and I'm like, oh, this shit is is fucking legit. Yeah, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. And that, I mean, that put the fucking fear in me, you know. So, but that, then that's the, the bad thing is that now, so the inf- that information is legitimate. You can't argue with it. The things that we can argue with and that I'm concerned with is when we talk about the precision of information is that you could say. If only 10% of what you're saying is right, or to use your numbers, or, or, or what I'm getting at, which is say, if your information is even 90% true. Right, right, right. But if the 10% that is untrue is you then spinning it. That, the, or, spinning it, or if your arguments that you're making rely upon a foundation that's not true. So you could go on exactly. talking for fucking half an hour, and if the first thing that was the setup doesn't align, then everything that followed is not maybe not everything, but most of what followed me will likely be bullshit. Um, I mean, there's and there's some a few cases recently where it's like when, um, okay, so like when they uh, there was a a news agency that used a picture of an Italian uh, hospital room and used it as in a story sure. about American hospital room. Right. And I thought that was a really, now there's two things from the conspiracy angle. I think that's a really valid, like I'm glad someone watched on to that. The other part of it is I also unfortunately know how easy that is to happen. Like knowing someone who did work uh, as a like photo archival and all this sort of stuff that's like, sure. Hey, we need this photo of, that we've and basically we've already paid for the rights for this Getty image, sure, of a hospital emergency room. We're just going to put that, slap that on this story, yeah. Um, but the point that then the accuracy of that journalism is now in question is completely valid, right? Completely valid. I'm with you. But now there's another one, a more recent one, where it's like, hey, here's this guy, he was a police officer and he was like a college professor. And this is something Will Morgan. I didn't. I didn't. I just so I had seen the meme. Didn't really think too much about it, but uh, spoke to Will about it. People are sharing this idea of like, oh look, here's one headline, and it's the same photo. And look at this guy. He was a Milwaukee police captain who died. Of right, turns out he was both. Yeah, he was both. Right. The, right. The, they're both true. They're just hey, this is an article from Minnesota where he was a cop. So they're saying. Minnesota cop, and here's a one where years later he was well, a college lieutenant. Professor. Actually, oh yeah, and so and there and then for the other newspaper, they referred to him as a college professor because that's how he was relevant to their their locality. 
Yeah. Uh, but I'm still seeing people arguing. I've seen people like sort of saying, hey, this is not a conspiracy. This is this is the it's the same guy. It's the exact same guy. Like read read more than three sentences into the article and you realize it's the same fucking guy. This isn't like a conspiracy. And I still see people like freaking out trying to defend that this is proof of something. Right. You want to defend and, it like you want that to be true. You want it to be true. You want it to be true. But the thing is that we don't need that. You know, it, that. It, it's like, um, you know, when, when Osama bin Laden was killed and all the papers had this picture of this brutally fucked up face. But you could see like the beard and everything. You're like, oh, it's Osama bin Laden. And they didn't say anything about the picture. They just shared the picture everywhere. And then it was like it turned out that what they had done was they it was a it was a photograph from somebody who shortly before I don't know if it was a couple of months or something like that had gotten hit by a train in the UK, and it was a it was a it, it was a uh, you know the guy was mauled by a fucking train and they had a photograph of the guy's face and they photoshopped over it a specific photo of Bin Laden yeah. which you can yeah. find and compare it see it you can prove it. And uh, they had like a t like you know gone to lengths to attach it. The thing is, is like for me, I use I use Photoshop a lot, even for a living. And so like when I look at like if I'm in the, in a store or something, and I look at the magazine covers, I can see the signatures Absolutely. of Photoshop. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, they use fucking magic erase. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, they tried to smooth out certain edges, but they didn't do them all. You know, it's like that kind of thing. I'm like. I look at that image and I'm just like, oh, I can see where they did it. I can see the fades. Where I'm exactly. like, oh, they they faded out to erase that in. Okay, I see what they did there. And uh, but but the thing is, is once you've seen something like that, and you're like, yeah, you know that that happens. They do that. It used to be when you typed in fake news into uh, YouTube, you'd get like Geraldo Rivera in like mm -hmm. when he was putting on the gas mask when the alarm went off, and he's totally in front of a blue screen. It's really obvious now, but it's like, but I guess where I was going with that is like, reminds me of my uh, my cousin in Sweden when he's going through his divorce and I'm having to stay at his place with his wife who he has to live with even though they're they're technically split up, you know. And he's get he's getting upset at these different things. What she what she's doing? She got a tattoo and she wouldn't show him the tattoo and it was just so fucking weird. But uh, I had he's like picking at all these things. So I was like, wait a minute, man, you've already decided in the first place that what uh what you had found of what was going on she was like basically stripping and doing loads of coke and using all his money for uh drugs and he had no idea that she had a double life and i was like once you found that out then you were like that's done so i was like every time you're like looking for something it's like you already know that there's this fucking massive thing that was reason enough for you uh -huh, to get your divorce yeah. so i'm saying like for us i'm like you look at like you got, you already got you look at what we know about 9/11 or what we know about whatever what the media does and you're like yeah no I get it they do that I don't have to you know like any example you want to know what it is but as far as like if that's going to change your mind or not like I, okay so can I can mind. I I'm with uh, I'm with you 100% except from the standpoint that say if you're tr if you are in 2020, let's say you were, you were a, you've been a conspiracy theorist for 20 years and you don't need to be convinced anymore and blah blah blah. Right. But then if you're sharing this information, what is the point of sharing it? Are you trying to like wake other people up or whatever? I'm trying to red pill them with fucking right, whatever. What 
the fact that you're sharing something that you feel that you don't have to verify anymore is the part that's fucked up to me because it's like, Oh, I oh, researched right. this shit 20 years ago. I already know it's all fake news, blah, blah, blah. Right. I see and my saying. thing is like, yeah, so the laziness of, you know, um, then, then your, your conspiracy theory just becomes tabloid. Exactly. Then, right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, using the example of these, these two photos, the, the cop who's also a college professor, what was the other one? Um, I saw something that was like, um, oh, the, the founder of the World Health Organization had this quote, and it was, it was, it was, the, the photo was on Facebook. Here's a photo of this guy, and here's this quote he says about basically, like, fucking killing everybody, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, holy shit, if this guy says that, that's, that's pretty fucking damning. Yeah. Let's see if I can confirm that quote. Yeah. <laughs> right? ten, ten seconds later, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that couldn't really find. That, that, if anything, the uh, the I found a forum dedicated to this quote, trying to prove it or disprove it. And the Earl, they could not confirm that he said it. They found a Christian conspiracy magazine from like the 1960s is the first known case of this quote being publicized Uh, so it's basically it's a it's an old conspiracy theory sentence that has been repeated right for fucking 50 years yeah that probably came from fucking bernays and pr anyway right so it's like or or, or for whatever society and and all those sorts of things anyway point is that just because it fits your world model of and and which it's which is a world model that I'm sympathetic to. Yes, I don't I don't think that Bill Gates has your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. I don't think that um you know it's just like I'm I'm not anti conspiracy theorists. I'm not anti um reality for a lot of these things. What I am trying to push for is like you have to be really fucking careful with the things that you repeat and re- and share and the information that you're propagating because the trap of what you're saying, I feel, is the trap that I see so many people falling into these days, which is, hey, man, I fucking researched this shit 15 years ago. I already know that I think all these people are bad, so I'm just going to assume that anything I hear about them doing bad now is o- automatically true. Right. There's a, there's a flip side of the thing, too. It's like um, take someone like Zachariah Sitchin. Zechariah Sitchin has an office at the UN. I don't know if that's a big deal or whatever. It might not mean anything. But it's like, like what, the thing with the Sumerian text, I think there's some fucking weird shit there. Because you have, this is an artifact that gives you a window into also just the way that people thought even before alphabet. And it's like, you know, with cubiform, you, what you're approaching, what you're getting into with that. And I look at that, I'm like, maybe it's possible. This is just pure speculation. But like, maybe something fucking was coming out that they were like, oh, shit, Catholic Church or whatever, you know, had their reasons for not wanting something disclosed. Not out of the question. If they did, suppose that were true. It would make a lot of sense to get somebody to take whatever that was and throw it in the mix of a bunch of disprovable shit. Strategically. Because if, even just entertaining, I'm sure that this goes on, even if that's not the example that's true. Yes. Yes. I'm sure that, that 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 principle totally fucking goes down. Because you're like, okay, you, it's also like Alex Jones in the first place, where you're like, 
it's just entertaining the idea of what the nature of, of being a shill might involve. If there is in fact a shill, then you're like, okay, well, you know that people aren't that dumb. Okay. People are stupid. Sure. But people catch on to things. And when something's in their face, they definitely catch on. So it's like, why not give that information back to them in the midst of a bunch of fucking rants that, you know, you can basically the baby will be thrown out with the bathwater. You know, and so it's like Alex Jones, like it seems it's funny, like even everything he's supposed to stand for ends up, even though if the movement was completely sincere, he ends up discrediting that movement by not even caring which which parts of it are like I'm going to, you know, something might be disproven. You know, when you see his energetic, when he says that something was disproved, like with the the um, uh, Sandy Hook thing, you know, uh no, was it Sandy Hook? What was the no the no? It wasn't the Parkland shooting. He did have to re. He retracted his statement about Sandy Hook because of a legal case. Right, but even when he says like, so I don't know if you've seen the interview with him from back when with Joe Rogan, where Joe Rogan is basically, um, you know, inquire inquiring about that or whatever. But when he when he explains it to him, he says, "Yeah, we had some information that turned out to be um, incorrect." But it's the energetic in which he says that it was. You can see that it's like it seems like he had this attachment to it being correct. And it's like mm. it, it crosses a line where it's like now you want it to be true and as bad as possible because it's proving your thing. So then for Alex Jones, it stops being about the tigers and becomes about him. Correct. Exactly. And that that's I mean, I almost, um, you know, um on Facebook, they go by Sophia Tesla. Sure. Um, you know, yeah. you know, uh, that's actually two people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So I exactly I know who they are, and and I and I like them a whole lot. And at the very beginning of the coronavirus thing, they put up some article, which the headline I felt was completely misleading. And I said, "Hey, have if, I said I don't know if you've seen that the article itself." has been updated like um you know they're like oh now okay now this person that we're talking about has has made a public statement saying no that's not what i meant by these coronavirus numbers right and whatever whatever it was and immediately they responded to me and they're like oh so you think you know oh so you think it's all you you believe the whole hoax of something something and I'm like whoa 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 my man what you know all all I'm saying is like this is no longer good info this this doesn't prove your point again like you're saying don't be attached to the hold on to it that it has to be true you have an emotional attachment to like well if this isn't true then I look I look wrong or it or it's like, you know, goes goes against my overall thesis or whatever it is. And I'm not picking on them. I'm saying like it was really interesting. No, you shouldn't because like, they're usually really good about um when yeah, something yeah, gets corrected. The, the, you know, this is why it's actually why I'm using them as an example is to say mm-hmm. like even amongst friends, it was like mm-hmm. this like immediate pushback of like, oh, so you and it's like, Well, hey, come on, like you know me better than that. Sure. You know well, they, that, well, they're so used to people reacting so intensely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost assumed that that's just what somebody does if they disagree at all that that's where they're going because in a lot of cases it's fucking true and so yeah. they're they're ready to be, you know to go there 
And so, yeah, it's 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 tricky. Then it's a tricky thing to navigate, you know. And that's and that's what I'm saying. So, like all these things around, and we you know we all do this to a certain extent, which is the attack. You know, if we're if we're presenting data that we've processed, again, there's something. You, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to what you said about Ike and Alex Jones. You're like, hey, even if 10% of that is true, and the reason I'm taking issue with that is for reasons like this, because if only 10% of it is true, then what is the 90% other 90% that you're sharing? I can How- I can take one, one fucking thing. I'm like, if, when people are talking, when I hear Bill Gates say we, we got to use what China did as a model because it worked so well. I'm like, motherfucker, China welded people into buildings. Right. They probably fucking starved to death. You're telling me that America, that, that, that this is what we're supposed to do, and the monitoring shit of monitoring people's lives, mm-hmm. and to be trying oh. to know, did you interact with this person, this all the whole excuse to and implement all of that, a mm-hmm. full-on fucking police state? No thanks. No thanks. I don't, think, I don't see that as a, as a solution. Sorry. Uh-huh. Okay, so again, I'm agreeing with you. My, my so my, and this is what I, I'm. I want to back back that up. So, why don't I don't know what that Bill Gates reference has to do with this? Is to say like, so if only ten percent of it is true, and what and the point you're making is a great point to make. No, the point that I'm making is just that that D- D- David Ike said that, right. And okay. it's, and you can watch the videos of them fucking welding the people in, and all the mainstream sources totally admit that. And then I'm like, that should be like knowledge to be like, okay, is that is this is this the future you want? Is this the future liberals want? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think that's a great question. So my point would be, <clears throat> I guess what I'm trying to say is like maybe we want to share that info and that sentiment but if there's 90 percent of what he's saying and and i'm I'm, I'm just using your number as an as an example yeah as far as 5g goes worst case scenario people smash fucking five 5g towers or whatever i'm like dude i'm i'm fine with the 4g personally i'm okay yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, there's a lot of countries that don't consider consider it safe enough to so, so, so that they're postponing it uh, right right now. There's like there's several countries that are that have um, postponed uh, rolling that out for reasons of concern. Uh, okay, you know? so here use five G is a great example. So I'm with you that I don't think that level of radiation is undoubtedly unhealthy and un you know there's you haven't you have no way of testing what are the long-term effects of these things you could say oh we looked in it yeah it's really fine you know it's like no not if it's this is what we swim in this radiation every fucking day for years we don't have a way of testing that of, of showing and I, and I have no doubt that it's not good for our health however for the person who a month ago was screaming there is no coronavirus it's only this is 5g and right. that's what we're seeing that's not that's not what david ike was saying by the way just so you sure know. sure I know, he was I know. he was he was arguing that there 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 well he's arguing a few things and it's hard to go through it all with that it's a fucking three-hour thing but he was saying that that uh the uh, 
affecting the ability to intake enough oxygen could be uh, something that's basically added to its compounding Correct. the, the mm-hmm. thing. And so he's like, well, here, where we've seen two things at once. And that kind of shit does happen. Where Correct. I'm not saying with this particular case, but where you're looking at something, you're like, oh, here's the effects of this. But th- there's so such a plethora of potential sources that you're like, okay, no, this is happening and this is happening and this is fucking happening. So, right. you know, you know. So, so th- which is why I feel like the appropriate response to take in this situation would be to say, I, and, I'm, and I'm not talking about David Icke. I'm talking, I'm talking about all of each and every one of us who decides to share information or to take a, if you're taking a stance and you're saying, this is 5G. Right. Well, no, it's not. It, it, that might be again. That might be a component of it. But now, a month out, we can say safely say that's not because the same. You know, it's like how do you sure. say? How do you yeah. turn around and go? Oh, actually, it's fine. The whole coronavirus was a hoax, and now we all go back to our <laughs> lives. Yeah. It's like wait, 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 wait. You said it wasn't even a virus. It was five G. So the five G is still there. Mm-hmm. And Trump even fucking signed the five G legislation during this. So how is he your boy? Not right. only A is how is Trump your boy? B if 5G is still here and the virus you're saying is gone, that there is no virus, well, then the shit you told me a month ago that 5G was going to kill us all clearly mm. wasn't true. So what I'm saying is, like, we got to check ourselves and check each other a little bit to be like, hey, 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 if we're taking a fucking stance, and I've just seen so much of it in the last month or two, because shit starts going crazy and everyone's like, man, I fucking know. I've fucking been studying this shit for 20 years. I've been a conspiracy theorist for so long, and I told you all this was coming, and I knew it, and I knew it. <laughs> right. And this idea that, like, I don't have to research anymore because I already know it. Right. I know it. 